Welcome to the Perennial Wellness Podcast, the podcast that will lead you to better health, wellness, and nutrition knowledge. This show is hosted by myself, Kristen Crowley, and my co-host, Brittany Wharton. We are registered dietitians, fitness enthusiasts, and outdoor lovers with over 10 years of nutrition studies. We want to bring to you the different conversations about nutrition to help you become the best you. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today, we are doing a fun little episode for you, um, a little personal-ish, I guess, and hopefully to motivate you for you to be the best you for the new year. Yeah, so we're going to talk about some product updates, things that we've been loving lately, and then we are going to dive into goal setting for 2024 and get you ready for the new year. So, Key, what has been going on lately? What's a new product that you've been loving, new recipes that you've been loving, anything that you've been using more often recently? Yes, I have been lately really into teas. I think it's like the fall vibes. It's finally cold here. It's like, well, today it's like 50 to 58 degrees, which is freezing for us. Um, but I don't know, like teas just in the fall, sitting outside. I've been doing like a chai tea latte, which I love those for fall. They're very like helpful with their spices. Um, I also, I get a lot of my teas at natural grocers. If you are in Lafayette, I know you have a natural grocers near you. Um, if you are not in Lafayette, another place that you can get really quality teas is Red Stick Spice, which is based in Baton Rouge, but you can order online. They have like women's health teas, wellness teas, relaxation teas by the by the way that you want, I guess the the benefit that you want, you can search up a tea. Um, and they're so good. So I've been doing a lot of like chai tea, rooibos tea, which are just packed with antioxidants, really helpful for inflammation, helping with you know boosting heart health, all of this good stuff. Um, I love teas because it's a good way to get a lot of health benefits in a really nice glass. Um, also, of course, like green tea, matcha, I'm still on my matcha kick. So um, if you're interested, you know, go check out your, your local grocery store. I know it's like fall, winter time around coming. And so, you know, a nice hot glass of tea is always helpful and you can get really good nutrients to support your health. What about you? Okay. So I know we've talked about it in previous episodes, just trying to find like cleaner products. Um, so I've got these products a few months ago, but I really haven't talked about them because I wanted to make sure that I liked them before I talked about them. Um, but one product that I've been using is uh, my toothpaste. It's called David's. And I know like you're probably thinking toothpaste, like what the heck? Well, whenever you're having regular toothpaste, like Crest White or what are some of the other ones, like Oral, whatever, um, David's is a clean toothpaste. Basically, it doesn't have all of the fillers um, in there. It comes in uh, an aluminum versus a plastic tubing, which is really important. It's sulfate free. It's fluoride free. You should be getting fluoride from your water. 
Um, most cities, I think all cities now require fluoride to be in your water where um, at one point in time, that was not a requirement. So anyways, I've been using David's and I've been really liking it, but it did take some time to get used to it because I was used to using something like um, a, a very regular name brand toothpaste. Another thing I've been loving is the Honest Beauty brand. I changed my mascara from Maybelline mascara, which really pains me because I did love it and made my eyelashes look amazing. But I know that I'm making a good change for my health, trying to reduce all of those um, synthetic products, ingredients that are in those products. So the Honest Beauty brand is really great. Of course, I was able to figure out what brand was good by using the EGW app, the Good For You app. And then I know he used a Think Dirty app. Either way, you would have been able to scan it in the store and figure out if it's a good product. Um, but this one was like completely good, gave the green light. It's a... Um, it's actually like a volume mascara, which I was like, dang, I didn't even realize I could get these good ingredients and have like a volume mascara. So it has a primer on it and then it has like the normal mascara part. And um, I've really liked it. My eyelashes look good. Not that I wear makeup regularly, but whenever I do wear it, I'm like, okay, cool. I like it. And then they also have like a lip gloss tint, which is really nice. It's fragrance free. I don't know if you guys notice this, but some of the makeups and like lip stuff, they always have like a weird fragrance. And I guess for me, I'm like, man, I don't really want that because I feel like I smell funny, but the, the mascara doesn't have a smell. And I think that's the quality of ingredients to be honest. And then the same thing with the lip tinted gloss. It's really nice. It's not overbearing bright pink or anything outrageous. So anyways, those are really my two favorite beauty products or like hair products that I've been using. And then we just got um, another hand soap, which I was looking for a hand soap that was cleaner, Again, didn't have sulfates, didn't have extra stuff that was added in there. No fragrances, like natural um, scents in them. Um, we've been using Mrs. Myers, which it's cleaner, but it's not like the cleanest. So again, just trying to change. And I know we've talked about branch basics. <laughs> Kristen, one day we're going to try them and we're going to know if, they're, if we like them. <laughs> in the meantime, though, I did find this soap called everyone for everybody. And it has a lot of different um, fragrances, but again, it doesn't have any of like the extra stuff that's in them. Let me see what exactly they like kind of tout their stuff should be. Well, while you look that up, I'll say this. Uh, I used Hailey Bieber's Rogue Skincare, and I was distraught to find out that it's not clean. <sighs> you know what? Sometimes you just have to 
pick your battles. You know, I see this all the time with like health influencers that are really strict and, and people will like go at them so hard for certain things. And it's like, okay, we can't be perfect. We have to do certain things. You know, maybe some of the things that they do is not what I would choose to do, but like, maybe you really love to get your nails done. X, Y, Z, that's toxic, but like, Hey, that's for you. And if you're supporting your body in every other way that you can, you have to really pick your battles. So I'll just yeah. say that. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Well, and I, I agree. Like if you're just doing one thing that's not like 100% good, it's it's not the end of the world, right? But if you can say, for example, like changing out your hand soap, changing out what you're spraying on like your cleaning products or like using on your detergent, I think that's really really beneficial. Yeah. So basically the ingredients are good. It doesn't have any fragrances. It just has essential oils instead of like fragrances, which fragrances can be an endocrine disruptor. Um, so yeah, I just, I was able to find this and I was like, let's give it a try. And it smells good. They have a lot of different scents, but it's like not too scenty. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm just like weird about scents because our family hunts and they're like, make sure that things like don't get too smelly because we want to make sure that we can go hunting without smelling funny. Um, well, that's a good thing. These are good to like write down, you know, for future buying for yourself or even like Christmas coming up. I know I'm like starting to make all my Christmas lists. If you have to buy for maybe somebody that you don't really know what to get them. Always like clean, good makeup, skincare, household products. Um, if you're going to like housewarming parties, showers, anything like that, you can always do those kind of things. So this is this is helpful. Yeah, this is helpful. I love that. So let's talk about goal setting for 2024. And um, you know, we we talked about it earlier, but we do goal setting a few different ways. And I think there's no right or wrong way to do it. Um, depending on what your situation is, what your family, lifestyle, all that. Um, I know I do my own personal goal setting. And then Chris and I, now that we've been married for a year, we have we did goal setting this year for the first time together. Although we've been together for almost uh, 10 years. Like this is the first time we've actually ever done goal setting together. So it was really cool because we have our goals on the fridge and it's right above where you get your water. So every time I get water, I look at our goals for the year and it's been awesome because we've slowly started knocking off some of those goals. And I know you guys do a different method. Yeah. We use the, uh, the key and John method, <laughs> which is uh, we we have made this up. Like whenever we first started dating, actually, we um, started calling our some of our like big dates business meetings, and we would have business meetings around like anniversaries or maybe around birthdays or New Year, like big events that were like important, and we would go to like a really nice dinner, but to make it where 
it was like kind of useful and not just like, oh, we're going like spend a whole lot of money on nothing. It was like, oh, cool. Like, and it, it's an event. I like, you guys know that about me from the honeymoon meditation trip. Like we like to make things an event and make them, make them like mean something. So we do, and, and we wrote down goals for like the year. And like Brittany said, I do my own, you know, like a little bit, but now we've kind of moved to doing them more together. After we got married, we went on like a mini moon and we wrote goals there. And then we review them at the end of the year. And so since then we've kind of been doing it. So luckily for us, we got married in May. So it's like almost midway through the year. So it's nice because we can do like a new year's goal and then a halfway point kind of, and then like a, at the end of the year. Um, and, and it's always good because you get to see your progress and see that you really are reaching your goals. Like Brittany said, like checking them off. And to me, it feels like a lot of the time I'm doing the same thing over and over, like a day in and day out. And I'm like, I'm never getting anywhere. Oh, I want to do this. And I'm like, I'm not ever getting there. Oh, I wanted to learn this. I wanted to be this strong. I wanted to like make this meal. But then like you look at your goals that you set almost a year ago and you're like, oh, wow, look, I did all of these things you know, and it feels like you're the same, but you're totally different, which is just amazing. Yeah. That's a really good point though, because I think it can be easy to get caught up in the mundane, but the compound effect is amazing, right? Doing, putting the work in every day, doing what you need to do, getting it done, and then seeing what happens a year from now, six months from now. Yeah. So whenever doing goal setting from my personal perspective, I look at my year in like a recap, um, a good way to do this because it is hard to remember like, what did I even do this year? What worked well for me? What didn't work well is I will go through my um, pictures on my phone and I will go by month by month. I usually set aside 30 minutes to an hour to say like, Hey, I'm having like a goal setting session um, to make sure that I get the most bang for my buck on this and I'll sit down. I'll, I'll go through the months. So I'll go through January, February, March, et cetera, say, okay, this is what I did throughout the year. Um, I felt good during this month. This is kind of, I accomplished this during this month. Oh, I could have done this better based off of like June or based off of September, whatever it was. And then I, I use that information. I use those notes and then I review my previous goals. So whenever I look at 2023, um, I have my goals set up into categories. So for me, I have a personal goals. So that might be like something revolving around friends, family, um, anything that I would say is like bettering me um, in that aspect. Financial goals. So those are my personal financial goals. And we can talk about um, joint spouse financial goals as well. And then fitness or water skiing goals. And then I like to have a reading goal. So I kind of have like those four, three to five categories. You can break those up however you'd like, right? So I review my 2023. And sometimes those goals from 2023 are going to remain the same for 2024. Like my retirement goal of saving for my finances, that's going to remain the same. Like I want to keep saving for retirement, 
right? Um, my reading goal, my reading goal might remain the same. I want to read X amount of books per year, right? Or I might reevaluate, okay, I wanted to read two books per month over the 2023. Well, I read way more than two books per month. So let's change this goal to maybe like four books per month for 2024, right? And I go through that list. I see what worked well. Well, I can see, you know, I actually had this goal of doing this for my fitness and I didn't attain that. Well, is that going to serve me to keep that as a goal or do I need to change that goal? And then also asking myself the question of like, where do I want to be from now? Like a year from now, do I want to be in this position or do I want to be in this position? Right? Like making a decision that's conscious to say, what's going to drive me forward? Is this fitness goal going to drive me forward? What is that going to look like? So I like to use that kind of as like a categories and then subcategories under those. And I think that helps keep me um, organized. And I keep this, all my goals in my notes section on my phone so that I can peek at them every once in a while and say, oh, okay, I've actually done this. And I put a check next to it, like with the little emojis. And then I can easily like go down that list and say, okay, well, for the next month, I should actually focus on this because I haven't been focusing on this fitness goal or this reading goal or this water ski goal. And now this is a time to make an audible work on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good to have like those little check-ins and it's good that it's readily accessible. I keep mine in my notes. I mean, my notes on my phone is like such a mess. I try to organize (laughs) it. There's like just thousands of them and different things and ideas and things that you might want to do. So it's good to organize it in that way, but also have it at your disposal, like right there, you know, so you can always go back and check in. You may, you may want to like set points to where I'm going to check in like every three months or something like that and see where I'm at. If I need to change, um, if I'm focusing on everything that I wanted to be focusing on, maybe like Brittany said, maybe I'm not able to do my fitness goals in the first three months. And I know that, but like the next three is like, okay, I'm, I'm, it's hotter outside and I'll be outside more kind of thing. And I'm going to work on that. Um, so I like the idea too. I keep mine in my notes and we we break it down in the same way, uh, having it kind of by section and looking at what you want to do in each area of your life. Um, and then of course, like how you can apply those and writing little notes and different things of how you're going to do it. While we were talking about this, it, I, it made me think about like being very intentional with your life and how important that is. Um, And this kind of relates to like the stress podcast that we talked about because being intentional and, you know, having moments where you like sit down and write a gratitude list or something, or you sit down and write your goals and you sit down and pray and meditate and all of those things, they get, they activate your parasympathetic nervous system. They get you back to like baseline, right? which is really hard to get away from the sympathetic nervous system where we're always like going, 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 feeling really stimulated, feeling like, oh, I got to reach my goals. I got to do this. I got to check this off my list. I got to, I'm very like, I need a checklist. I need to know, I write down my week every single week. I need to know everything I'm doing because it's so busy. And I know John is like, I don't want any kind of checklist because 
he feels like, oh, I need to check it off the list and scratch it off. And it's very like stimulating. Well, you don't want this to be stimulating. You want it to be more of like intentional and slow and like a prayer or like, you know, a gratitude list. Like I always hear people talking about the gratitude list. And at first years ago, I thought like, whatever, but then as they've done research on this and it's so important how, how important it is for, like we said, getting into that parasympathetic nervous system and, you know, de-stressing in that way and being so intentional with your life that it like really means something. And it's not just something that you have to get through. Yeah. I love that because we totally live in a world of instant gratification and busyness and taking the extra minutes to sit down and to either do a journal, do a devotion, write your gratitude. Um, This time last year, I had just had a knee surgery. I was non-weight bearing. I couldn't walk. I had to stay home from work. And I made it a point every day to journal and to write a gratitude. And I think that did have a really good stimulating effect on my mental aspect and outlook because I did have to find something that was good from every day and something I was grateful for every day, even whenever it was like a pretty tough time to like not be able to do all the things that I wanted to do. So I think that's really something important for the intentions. And that literally could be a goal for you to be more intentional throughout the year. Either that is journaling or sitting down to meditate, even if it's five minutes. I know Keys talked about meditating and we've been trying to practice meditating. Um, Chris even said, okay, I got to turn my meditation on before bed. So we're really getting into the routine of it. But that can be so helpful in this like fight or flight world that we're living with of technology on all the time and trying to really slow things down and calm things down. So yeah, so that's kind of how I do my, um, I guess we do. It's funny that we do our goal setting the same way, you know, like setting the different, I guess, I wonder if everybody else does that the same way too. Um, maybe, doing- or maybe it's just cause we're best friends and we do. I'm <laughs> I don't know. I always just love like looking at the different areas of your life and where you can improve. And another, I guess, maybe topic that Brittany didn't mention was that I have personally, um, I'm in like courses and certifications. So I make uh, like school goals or like learning goals, um, maybe certain certifications that I want to have a certain I don't know. I write different protocols and things that I want to do like for myself, for my business, for my work. Um, And then another one too, if I want to get into maybe like a new hobby or something similar to that, like on my um, goal list from 2023 at the beginning of the year was to have like garden beds and plant and things like that. Well, we did garden beds, you know, so uh, I guess different little like activities um, that maybe we want to try to focus more on to do that uh, is another area that we we work on. Yeah, I guess I kind of list those like in personal goals, but you could break those down to like career goals or personal goals in that aspect. I think it just depends on like how you view it. Um, 
But going back to assessing your goals, figure out where and when the best time to do that for you. Is that every three months? So once a quarter, or is that every six months? Like, do you need to write that down as a reminder in your calendar? Do you need to write it as a reminder in your phone to check these goals. Um, And the reason I wanted to talk about goals and goal setting for 2024 is everybody likes to say, I'm making a New Year's resolution. Well, New Year's resolutions are a thing of the past. It's not really something that people stick to. Um, I can't remember the statistic, but I believe that people that set New Year's resolutions on January 1st, I think it's less than 10% of them actually have stuck with it and made that change by the end of the year of December 31st. So if you're able to make these goals, make it something attainable, make it something specific and achievable that you are able to feel like you have success with these goals. And, you know, I'm looking at my 2023 goals right now and I'm not going to accomplish all of them, but I'm going to accomplish majority of them. And I still find success in that. So you do need to set yourself up for success and to achieve good things throughout the year. So again, set some reminders somewhere, get your goal setting ready. And then if you're doing goal setting individually or together with your spouse, set some time aside. I love the date idea. Maybe I'm going to convince Chris to do that. Um, It might be date night at home, but we could definitely sit down and do that. Um, I just don't remember even how we did it last year because I think I was like in a haze. But we're going to set some goals and do, do it however makes sense to you. Exactly. Like I remember last year, for the past two years, we've been flying or traveling on New Year's Day. For some reason, I remember specifically last year, we were like exhausted. It's New Year's. Like after, you know, it's January 1st, you just spent the whole night before like partying, you stayed up and now you have to fly home. We were sitting in the airport, we got like smoothies and we're like, okay, let's do like our goal because we had time. Like, and that was Mm -hmm. it. Like, you know, so it doesn't have to be anything like super extravagant. Like you could be sitting on your couch doing nothing and you just like have a little time. Like Brittany is saying, like set aside to be intentional and set some goals for yourself um, to see where you want to be. I, I think it's so helpful, like we were saying earlier, because you look back and you're like, oh, wow, like look at all the things that I've done, you know, and it is hard to remember what you've done the past year. Like, I can't even remember what I did last week. Like, you know, because we do so much, we're always so stimulated. And so it's just good to like, look back. And then if you have them all, then like, imagine you look back like five years ago, like, oh, that seems so short, but it's so long. So it's just, it's really interesting. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So if you guys get your goals written out for 2024, and you feel like sharing them, tag us on social media. We'd love to see what your goal setting looks like for 2024. We'd also love to like help support you and see what's happening throughout 2024. I know I'm going to share my goals. Well, some of my goals um, to just inspire and help others maybe with their goal setting. Um, Because I think 
the better we have a support system around our goals will help for making that achievable in the long run. So yeah. Awesome. Well, if you guys um, find this podcast helpful, please share with someone that you think that would enjoy it. Maybe they're looking for some good changes for 2024. So definitely share. If you're not already subscribed, go ahead and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this podcast. We'll continue to come out with a new podcast on the first and third of every Monday of each month. If you guys think of a podcast guest you would like to hear from, also please let us know. We will be having some podcast guests coming on soon. Um, And if you guys have any questions, please drop them in the comments or message us on social media. And you can find our social media in the show notes. And then if you want to work with us, you can find me, Brittany, at Healthy Steps Nutrition. And then Keith, where can they find you? They can find me at Acadiana Center for Natural Health in Lafayette, Louisiana. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening and we will see you next time on the Perennial Wellness Podcast.